Hallelujah. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, sirs and mas. Thank you so much for joining us for another praise and prayer afternoon. This is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. We want to just encourage everyone to just take a posture of worship and a place where you can really soak in all that God has planned for us today. And if you can, it's a good time to share the link, to share the invitation with someone that you know, someone that you love. We trust that today is going to be awesome and very special in Jesus' name. So please, you don't want anyone to miss out. You can send to as many people as possible. Let's come together to raise a sound and a voice of hallelujah and praise and worship to God with prayers. And we trust that there'll be testimonies. So good to see everyone and just want to welcome you very specially. Please feel very comfortable and enjoy the presence of your father. We'll be starting at 1 p.m. on the dot. And we thank God because we know that in it's going to be awesome. Thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you, Father. Thank you. We can just get into the attitude of worship and just begin to prepare our hearts for what God has for us this afternoon. We welcome everyone very specially. Thank you. Thank you very much. God bless you. If it's your first time joining us today, we are so glad to have you join us and we trust that the Holy Spirit will minister to you especially today in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you for joining us. You can still send the invitation to people and we trust that God will help us today to have an awesome time. You'll only keep getting better and better in Jesus' name. Very welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much. We'll just say a quick word of prayer. And of course, then we just worship and pray this afternoon. Our Father in heaven, we just want to thank you so much for today. I want you to just say something sweet, something beautiful to your Father in heaven today. You can just start by thanking him. The Lord says that the Bible says we enter into his gate with thanksgiving and into his court with praise. Some versions say that thanksgiving is the password so we can come into his presence today with our own word of thanksgiving if you want to take it further you can be specific and just say thank you lord for what happened this morning thank you lord for saving me thank you lord for fighting my battles for me thank you lord for ensuring that i'm here this afternoon i'm so grateful to you lord today is the 18th of march 2022 and the lord has seen us this far, thus far has he helped us and we trust that he who is our alpha is also our omega. So he's going to see us till the very end. Father, we're so grateful. Thank you, everlasting King of glory. We honor you in this place. We honor you, oh God. We thank you. We thank you, almighty Father. Thank you for our homes. Thank you for our family. Thank you, Lord, for this fellowship. Thank you for the people of God who gather here weekly to honor you, to celebrate you. Thank you for the testimonies that we have seen, oh Lord God Almighty. Just in coming here, thank you for showing up every single week. Lord, we are grateful. Holy Spirit, we welcome you in a very special way. We know you're here. You're already waiting for us. And Lord God Almighty, we come to sit at your feet, oh Lord, ready to worship, to lay on your bosom, ready to be looked after, to be be nurtured, to be cared for, to be loved by you, and to receive your word, oh God. We're so expectant, Father, and we say thank you, thank you, thank you, everlasting King of glory in Jesus' mighty name. 
we commit the worshiper, the um, worship leader into your hands. And we ask, oh Lord God Almighty, that even as he worships and raises songs this afternoon, they will touch heaven. They will touch your heart. It will help us to connect with you in the name of Jesus. We pray there will be no distractions in Jesus' mighty name. We also pray, Lord God Almighty, for Pastor Mekodia. We thank you, Lord God Almighty, even as he, as he preaches the word this afternoon, that Lord God Almighty, your hand will be mighty upon his life, oh God, so that your word on his mouth will be sharper than the two-edged sword. It will come with power. It will come with authority in the name of Jesus. We pray, Lord God Almighty, for Pastor Tommy Shomefun and for everyone who is working. We thank you, Holy Spirit, because your anointing is mighty upon our lives. We thank you, oh God Almighty, for every single person here. We trust you, Lord, for a divine encounter, a special meeting with you, so that even as you speak to us collectively, you're also speaking individually to the hearts of your children. We're so grateful to you. We raise a hallelujah. We honor you. We celebrate you. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you in advance for what you're about to do here this afternoon. We honor you. Thank you, Abba Father, our consistent, faithful, ever faithful, ever sure Father. We glorify your name. Thank you, Almighty Father, as we open today's worship and prayers in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Have your way, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your faithfulness. Blessed be your name, faithful Father. We love you. We give you glory. 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 Blessed be your name, Jesus. Blessed be your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 To down, okay, Tell me what to do. 
ibogo openifu olorunwe so da
I've been held in your hand from the moment that I wake up. Until I lay my head, my head, I will sing of the goodness of God. Oh, all my life you've been faithful. And all my life you've been good, Jesus. All my life you've been so.
We are content in Him. Oh Lord,
foundation of days you are you're greater than everything created greater than everything on you're greater than everything created Jehovah
Jehovah Ebenezer Jehovah Ebenezer Oh Lord you are my helper Lord you are my helper Yes, you are, Lord. Lord, you are my helper. Jehovah, Jehovah, Ebenezer. Jehovah, Ebenezer. Ebenezer. You are, you are Jehovah, Jehovah, Ebenezer. Jehovah, Jehovah, Ebenezer. He's our helper, our sustainer. Jehovah, Jehovah, Ebenezer.
Thank you. Oh, we thank you, Jesus. Thank you. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you. Thank we thank you, you for life. It's Hallelujah. It's you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. You know, last week I shared with us, I'm saying this because I want us to take a prayer point before we get into this word. Last week I was sharing with us that the week ahead into March, twice God had confirmed to me that March was going to be our month of joy, songs of joy, dawn of joy, with such phrases confirming this. And then the last day of February into March 1st, I shared this, I had a revelation in a dream and it wasn't pleasant. It was something I needed to, we needed to pray about. And then on top of that, just the very first few days of March, I had a bit of a disappointment on something I was expecting. And so I just said to myself, I was going to spend the night this very day praying in tongues as I didn't know how to approach this. But while I was preparing to go in to pray, I felt an impression in my heart that would just stay in thanksgiving. Just thank me. And that didn't sound pleasant to me. Sometimes spiritual things don't sound pleasant, really. It didn't sound pleasant to me. I wanted to pray. I wanted to fire and all those things. But you learn to obey. And so I obeyed and then went into prayer. And I was just thanking God for several things. From about 11.30 to much, late in the, much later in the morning, wee hours of the morning, Several things. The more I thanked, the more God reminded me of things I needed to thank him about. And I shared with us what happened. That around 2.27, the first disappointment was reversed. 2.27 a.m. In the middle of the night, I got a message that reversed that. But the other part I didn't share with you, and that's where I want us to pray for. After that, 2.27 a.m., and I continued thanking God, then eventually I went to bed to be able to do some things in the morning. When I went to bed, I had a dream. Now, in that dream, it was as if a bar of iron had been put around my neck and pressed in such a way that it was crushing this area. And so in that dream, I held it, held both ends of the bar of iron, and I was pulling very hard to remove it from off of me. Remember the scripture talking about the yoke, take the yoke off of your neck. And I was spread, pushing it out like this, then it seemed like some force external was also still pressing it back together. So the first time I pulled it wide, that force came back and I adjusted it back on. And then, of course, in the name of Jesus, in that dream, I spread it open and then took it off my neck and dropped it. And then I came to myself and I woke up. And I remembered just then. And usually when the Holy Spirit gives you a dream, you don't really need to struggle much. And that's how you can tell whether it's really a, a spirit-giving dream. You don't struggle much to understand the meaning. The Spirit of God will not leave you in confusion. It merely gave me an understanding of what was happening. Fast, rewind a few weeks, a month towards before this time, about three weeks. I noticed something was happening. I was struggling with my voice. I'll preach once. Usually we have two services on a Sunday. I'll preach once. If I manage to preach in both services, the next morning my voice will go. 
and I'll have to preach by faith, struggling most of the time. And this kept repeating itself to the point that if I was receiving, receiving a call within that period, somebody would say, but Pastor, you sound very tired. Though. It wasn't that I was tired physically. It was that I was training to talk. And I, I didn't understand. Initially, I was thinking maybe I was I'm really tired. I needed to rest. But that wasn't deep down in my spirit. But this night, when that thing happened, the Lord opened my eyes to see that it was the enemy attacking my voice. Because if he can take it away, he takes away my testimony. He takes away, I mean, if he takes that away. But God took away that through his power. The prayer I want you to pray, if you remember, Hannah said God has lifted his voice or given him a voice above his enemy. Before then, he didn't have a voice because something was kept away from her. But when God gave her that thing, she suddenly had a voice. Hannah could sing. This is our month of songs of joy. I want you to join me and pray, and I'll join my faith with yours. Let's let all of us as a family right now pray this for ourselves. You are going to cry out to God that whatever has been denied you, whatever the enemy has kept away from you, just like that Samuel was kept from Hannah so she didn't have a voice, so she couldn't sing songs of joy, that today we take hold of it. We command it to be released to every one of us in the name of Jesus. So lift your voice with me and say, Father, Please pray with all of your heart. Say, Father, whatever the enemy has kept back from me so that I will not sing songs of joy in this month, I command to be released right now and I take hold of it in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and begin to pray. Father, whatever the enemy has held back from me, whatever the enemy has kept back from me to keep me from singing my songs of joy in this month, Whatever it is right now, I command it to be released in the name of Jesus. I command it to be released unto me in the name of the Lord Jesus. I take it back right now. I take possession of it now because I will sing my songs of joy in this month in the name of Jesus. Whatever has been held back, long held back, whatever the enemy is keeping back from me, laying hold of it so that I will not sing my songs of joy. I don't know what it is for you, but you may know. In the name of Jesus, say, I take it right now. Satan, you lose your hold over it now. In the mighty name of Jesus, every power holding on to it, I break your hold in the name of Jesus and I take it back in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. There is none holy as the Lord. There is none besides thee. Neither is there any Lord like our there is none holy as the Lord. There is none holy as the Lord. Heavenly Father, we love you. We appreciate you. You are wonderful, Father. Gracious, kind, full of compassion plenteous in mercy, slow to anger, ever so loving, ever so merciful, ever so gracious, ever so faithful, 
Oh, thank you for what you do for us. Thank you for what you did through our Lord Jesus Christ on the cross. Thank you for the name of Jesus that is ours. Thank you, God Almighty, for redeeming us, not with corruptible things such as silver and gold, but with the incorruptible blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for giving us authority in the name of Jesus. Thank you for the ability to gather like this in one name. Thank you because your promise is that where two or three are gathered in my name, I will be in the midst of them. We are grateful because you are in the midst of us right now. Thank you because you inhabit our praises. Thank you for what you are said to do because in your presence there is fullness of joy and at your right hand pleasures forevermore. Thank you because none of us is leaving this meeting the same way we join. Thank you because your word of peace will come forth. Thank you, Lord, because your word of wisdom and knowledge will come forth in the name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father, because somebody who's had questions unanswered will receive answers right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, we are grateful. We are grateful. Thank you in advance for our testimonies. Thank you, Lord, for the answers to prayers. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Father. So this month, we began to talk about, as the Lord impressed in our heart, the miracle of thanksgiving. And I said last week, last week, Thursday in the morning, the Lord shared with me and said, thanksgiving is the path to peace. Thanksgiving is the path to faith. Thanksgiving is the path to more. And I knew immediately that he wanted us to share on this path, along this path for the next three weeks. So last week we started with Thanksgiving, the path to peace. And if you missed that, the recordings are available. You can request for it. It will be, it will be sent to you if you don't already have it. You should hear it because what the world is looking, looking for right now is peace. But Thanksgiving is that path to peace. And so today he's speaking on Thanksgiving being the path to faith. Listen to our anchor text as we go into this. Colossians chapter 2 verse 6. Colossians chapter 2 verse 6. Colossians 2, let me take Colossians 2 7. It says, rooted and built up in him, that's in Christ, and established in the faith, established in the faith, as you have been taught, abounding, daring, wearing, abounding in the faith with thanksgiving. Abounding in faith with thanksgiving. You know, we will all be had the privilege of visiting somebody's farm no? a few years back to pray over the farm. He was starting farm. And he was talking to me about the processes, how you do this, what you do. And I realized that farming is not just about planting and harvesting. The real work is not the planting. The real work is not the harvesting. The work is in between. Wouldn't it be great? All of us would be fantastic farmers if planting was as simple as you sow, you plant the seed today, you sleep overnight, you wake up in the morning and your harvest of corn is ready. Oh my goodness, we'll all be champion farmers. All of us will be farmers. But there's the pruning, the weeding, the this, the that, the watering, the tilling and everything. It's the same way, transported to spiritual things. Every one of us will be faith giants. If immediately you ask for something from God, 
you receive it immediately. If right now, say, oh, God, Father, I ask for a car, and by immediately as I'm praying, a car just appears in my front. All of us will be faith giants. We would all be taken. What makes the difference? If there was no waiting, if there was no pressing, but the truth is, there is, you ask, and there is that period between the amen and the hallelujah of having received it. Between the travail of praying and the testimony of having received it. And by the way, I want to thank um, um, Sister Ayo. God bless you for the opening prayers. And my goodness, our worship leader, I told you before, you would come to our parish by the grace of God very, very soon. And I believe we have some minutes with you after the, the prayers by the, by the grace of God. So everyone, don't just log out. You have to continue with this. For loving well, God bless you. And so there is that time between the two, between the travel and the testimony that you have to wait. It would have been fed giant if it came immediately. But because the, the battle is in between the finishing of the prayers and then the receiving of what you've asked for. That's where the enemy just assaults our minds, assaults us with all sorts of questions. That's where there is the fight. That's where the Bible says, fight the good fight of faith. That's why it's a fight. Because where is it? That's what Satan will ask you. Okay, you've prayed for your healing, but check it, now check it, there's still pain. And you check it and the pain is there. They laid hands on you and you still touch it and the pain is there. And Satan says, you didn't get it, you didn't get it. And you pray for a particular job and then they offer it to somebody else and you hear the news that they've offered it to somebody else and Satan says, you've lost it, you didn't get it. Do you keep believing? Do you keep trusting that, no, I've got it, it's mine? That's the period that Satan launches an assault. You ask for money, ask for this, Lord, I need this money to get this. And the day is approaching and the money is not there. Satan keeps saying, you didn't get it. God didn't hear you. It's your wickedness. It's your this. You didn't pay your tithe. He bombards our minds with all sorts of things. What he's doing is to push us off the path of faith. That's where the battle is, the in-between. That's where many people fail. That's where many children of God fall by the wayside with all the barrage that Satan comes up with. He will tell you you don't have it. The pain is still there. The money is not in the account. Have you not seen your account? There's nothing, nothing has arrived. He will say all of that. So how do I ride through this? How do I make it through all this barrage of assaults of the enemy in between our prayers and the taking delivery of the prayers, in between the amen and the hallelujah of having received it? How do I ride through? Romans chapter 4, verse 20. Romans 4, 20. Listen, this was talking about Abraham. Abraham we know to be the father of faith. Abraham, in Romans chapter 4, verse 20, he says, he staggered not at the promise. So there is opportunity to stagger, and that's what the enemy is trying to do, to get you to stagger so you fall apart of the way. Stagger not at the promise of God through unbelief. But was, this is where we're going, but was strong in faith. How? Giving glory to God. Giving glory to God is related to thanking God. Returning all the praise. How can you be giving glory when you've not seen what you have? How can you be giving glory when what you've prayed for has not manifested? That's where thanksgiving comes in. I continue to thank God. I abound in faith, thanking God. The in-between, the amen and the hallelujah is my thanksgiving. In-between the travail and the testimony is my thanksgiving. That's what it is. 
I remember a testimony, and I will share several testimonies. I learned this from Daddy Gio. On preaching, you will share several testimonies, and many times you may not remember the scriptures, but at least you will remember the testimonies and lock your faith in with those testimonies. So there's a testimony that somebody, a pastor was sharing of how they were believing God for a car, a sedan was what they were believing God for, a family car, many, 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 many years ago. And they prayed and asked God for it, and they said, we believe we receive it. According to Mark chapter 11, 24 and 25, whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe that you receive it and you shall have them. That's what our Lord Jesus Christ said. It's written in red. So they prayed and said they believe they receive it. Now, in between that prayer and the day the sedan will arrive, there was battle. There was content. The enemy was content. You know, where's the car? Where's the money? You don't even have the car. You ask God. You don't have the car. You don't. And what were they doing? He said from that day, they just kept thanking God. Every time the enemy comes with, there's no car. You've, been, you've prayed for it. God has not given you the car. God didn't hear you. God is not bringing the car. Prayers don't work. Instead of meditating on those thoughts of the enemy, they will lift up their hands and say, oh, Father, I thank you for our sedan. Thank you, Lord. I believe I receive it. Lord, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for our sedan. They haven't seen it in the physical, but they kept on thanking God until the day came when somebody met them and said, God asked me to give you this. I think it was either $1,500 or something like that. And that was the balance they needed to pay for that car at that point in time, several, I'm talking maybe 30, 40 years ago. And they got it and they went and picked up the cedar. But there was battle in between, but Thanksgiving sustained them. Thanksgiving is like a, a faith preservative. Thanksgiving is like a faith sustainer. Thanksgiving is a weapon of warfare. Do not be deceived. Many times the enemy has deceived us to think that Thanksgiving is, is passive. Thanksgiving is just what you do, gentle, gentle, and do it like that. It, it's for the non-violent Christians. No, Thanksgiving is warfare. Thanksgiving is like missiles you are firing on the path of the forces that the enemy has dispatched to delay your heavenly dispatch. So you are taking them out of the way when you thank God. You are removing the obstacles to your heavenly dispatch when you, your heavenly dispatch when you thank God. You are knocking off the obstacles with those, those missiles of Thanksgiving. We fight the good fight of faith with Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is the fuel on which your faith rides to the destination where it needs to go to bring back what you expect of it. Thanksgiving is powerful. What makes Thanksgiving powerful? Listen to 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18. 2 Corinthians 4, 18. It says, while we look not at the things which are seen, pay attention to this. We look not on the things which are seen, what is obvious, what my physical eyes can see. But are the things which are not seen, that which my physical eyes can see, but I've prayed for and I'm hoping for. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. What does this mean? Just combination of strange languages and all that. What does it really mean? Break it down to, to common language. Thanksgiving in relation to this is this. He says, I don't look at the things which are seen. When I start saying, Father, for example, I ask God, for a certain amount of money and it hasn't dropped in my account. When I say, Father, I thank you for the 100 million I, I asked you for. Thank you for the 1 billion I asked you for. What I'm doing in Thanksgiving is I am looking at the 1 billion that I've asked because every time I say thank you for this amount, it's that amount that my eyes sees. I'm now looking at that which I've asked, which I've not seen in the account. I take my focus off what is in the account. When I say thank you for that which I've received, 
Thank you for that which I asked. My focus moves from what is seen to that which is not seen, which is that which I've asked God for that I'm expecting. That's how thanksgiving sustains your faith. It takes your focus off of what your eyes can see when you start thanking God for what you haven't seen physically. Like when this pastor and his family began to thank God for the cedar, they were not thanking, they were not lo no longer seeing the empty parking lot. They were no longer seeing the empty carport. They were now seeing the cedar. And every time they said, Father, thank you for the cedar and thank you for providing it. Thank you, Lord. We believe we received it. We are grateful. They were seeing that which was not seen. They kept their eyes on that. And so thanksgiving is faith. That's why it's powerful. When I begin to thank God for the money I prayed for, what I'm seeing is the money I prayed for. So I'm not seeing what is in the account. When I begin to thank God for the healing I've asked for, I begin to see the healing I've asked for, and I take my eyes off of the pain that is in my body. When I begin to thank God for the contract I've asked for, that God will deliver into my hands, I begin to see the contract in my hands as I'm thanking God, Lord, thank you that they give it to me. Thank you that it's awarded to me. What am I seeing? I'm seeing it awarded to me. I am no longer looking at the fact that they say, ah, there's somebody who's related to the MD that is likely to get it. No, I'm seeing what I've asked for. So it takes my focus away and what you look at matters. I'm now looking at the things which are not seen. Money I don't see, but I believe God has already provided. Let me share another testimony. This was um, Papa Hege that shared this testimony of somebody that had cancer and cancer on the face. This was a tumorous growth on her face. He said it was huge, it was purple like an eggplant with veins ugly running through it, just right in the face of this woman. It was terrible. And this woman came through the healing line for hands to be laid on her to pray because the doctors had given up on her. She was gonna die from that cancer. Thank you, Lord. Many of us need to, thank you, Father. It's just reminded me to, let us know. Begin to write your testimonies and send it in. They've put up the numbers, I believe, for the testimonies. Send them in because there are many. Begin to write them down and send in. Many people, like um, at our last special Holy Ghost service on the Friday, God had told Daddy he was going to heal a certain number of people. And then when the service was done and Daddy said, if you've been healed and healed physically here, you know. Come forward and thank God. Come to the altar. I thought the number of people that came were even more than what Daddy announced. But Daddy knew what he heard in the spirit. And so when he saw the number of people that came to the altar, he said, there are some of you who have been healed are in there that have refused to come out. And he had to say, he threatened them that, look, maybe I'll pray for God to take back that healing. And you would not believe more than the number that was already on the altar poured out. And I was thinking, this much have been healed. What were they waiting back there for? You know what? Many of them, as I was thinking about that, many of them were waiting to go back to the doctor for the doctor's report to convince them that they are healed. But let me correct that impression. It's not the doctor's report that confirms your healing. It is what the word of God says, God's report that confirms your healing. That's a word for somebody I believe. It's what the word says. So this woman came to, that's just by the way, thank you, Holy Spirit. This woman came and Papa Higgins said he laid hands on her and cursed that ulcer in the name of Jesus and told the woman that do something from today that we've prayed for you. Because Mark 11, 24 and 25, 24 says, our Lord Jesus Christ said, whatsoever you desire when you pray, we desire this ulcer to go and to die. 
when you pray, we pray, believe that you receive it. So believe that you have the healing right now. And if you have it, what should you be doing? She said, thanking God. I said, good, start thanking God right now. Check the time. So the woman checked the time. And he told her and said, for example, this is 1.50 Nigerian time, thereabouts. So check the time, 1.50 on the 18th of March, for example. Start thanking God and say, Father, I thank you. That's 1.50, exactly 1.50 p.m. on the 18th of March, I received my healing from this cancer. Glory be to God. Thank you, Lord. So she said she, said she could do that. He said, good. God bless you. And she left. The cancer was still there. The growth was still there. The pain was still there. The weakness was still there. Nothing had changed in the physical. But this woman went home and obeyed what the prophet had said. And obedience is key. Went home. So anytime she looks in the mirror, maybe they take her bath, help her bath, and she looks in the mirror. She sees that ugly thing in her face. And Satan says, da 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 you were not here. Look at it. It's still on your face. Instead of talking back to Satan or getting into fear, she would lift up her hands and say, oh, Father, thank you that at 1.50 p.m. on the 18th of March, I got my healing from cancer. Hallelujah, Lord, I'm so grateful. Lord, I just thank you for healing me. The thing was still there, but her thanksgiving kept going. She kept going on in thanksgiving. Satan was tormenting continuously. She kept thanking God. Said after about two weeks of this exercise, one day she had strength enough to mop the floor. And so she was mopping, bent over like this, mopping the floor, and she felt something peel off her face, drop to the ground. She looked, it was the cancerous growth on the ground. She started screaming. She picked up the cancerous growth, went to the mirror. She said her face was like that of a baby. Where that thing came up from, it was, it, it was as if it never existed. It reminded me of Lehman's case in the scriptures. What God has done before, he still keeps doing again. Naaman that was healed of leper. The Bible says his skin became like that of a baby. That was what happened to this woman. She couldn't wait for the evening service. She put it in a jar, dropped it in a jar and covered it and rushed for the evening service to come and show them how God took it away. But what sustained her faith is where I'm going was her thanksgiving. Even though she could see it, even though Satan was tormenting, she kept thanking God for the healing. She kept thanking God. That was in between the amen and the hallelujah was a thanksgiving sustaining. Thanksgiving is the path to faith, is a fuel to faith. Listen to Romans chapter 4, verse 17. And I'll stop here. Romans 4, 17 says, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. Before him whom he believed, this was again talking about Abraham, even God who quickened the dead and calleth, listen, calleth those things which be not as though they were. She was thanking God as though the cancer had gone. So she was calling those things, the healing that was not there, as if it was already there. That is, this is the, def the definition of faith in operation. Faith being released. I'll share this final testimony. And then we're going to just pray. And I'll pray with you as, it's laid, as it was laid in my heart to pray. There was a woman that was in the wheelchair that came for a healing meeting. And the man ministering said to her, again, this about Thanksgiving, being a sustainer of faith, and told her, I'll pray for you right now. But as soon as I lay hands on you, believe that you have received your healing. And what would you do when you believe you've received it? Start thanking God. Start praising God. So down the line they went and got to the woman, laid hands on her, and she lifted up her hands. 
she was still on the wheelchair. She wasn't feeling any tingling. She wasn't feeling any sensation. It was as if nothing had happened. She lifted her hands and said, oh, Father, thank you. Thank you for lifting me from this wheelchair. Thank you that I no longer need people to carry me about. Oh, thank you that I can now cook my meals. I can bath myself. She began to thank God for the things which she could not see. She began to thank God and call those things that be not as though they were. She started thanking God. She was still sitting on the wheelchair. I'm sure a normal, rational person would say, what's wrong with this woman? Is she crazy? She's on the wheelchair. Why is she saying, Lord, thank you that I, nobody needs to push me around anymore. Thank you that I can cook my food now. She was thanking God. And after thanking God profusely for a while, rejoicing, the man of God said, now get up in the name of Jesus. This woman jumped up from the wheelchair and began to run around. She already had it when she started thanking God. Thanksgiving is faith sustained, brethren. Thanksgiving is your expression of faith. Thanksgiving is the fuel that keeps your faith running, helps your heavenly dispatch to bring your goods to you. It's the fuel you put in the tank of your heavenly dispatch to bring that which belongs to you, your thanksgiving. I want you to pray. This is the scripture, and we'll stop here. Mark eleven twenty four. I've mentioned this separately. It says, therefore, this is our Lord Jesus Christ speaking, not a megaudian. Therefore, I say unto you, what thing soever you desire, I'm asking you right now, this lady in my heart, what do you desire right now? The one thing you desire right now in this meeting. Now note it. Whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, and we're going to pray for it now. Believe. When do you believe you receive it? When you pray. That's now. And you shall have them. Notice the and. That comes after you have believed that you have them. So I'm going to ask you right now, before I pray in agreement with you, everyone under the sound of my voice, what do you desire from God right now? What's your utmost desire right now? What's that thing that's been in your heart and you desire? I'm going to ask you to pray this way. Please join me and say, Father, it is written in your word that whatsoever things I desire, that when I pray and believe that I receive them, I will have them. Father, I desire, then go ahead and put what you desire. Ask for it in the name of Jesus. I desire my promotion, whatever it is. I desire my children to, I desire, whatever you desire, put it before, after that and pray about it. Just say, Lord, this is my desire. Bring it before you, even according to your word. And then say, Lord, I believe that I receive them now. I believe I receive them now. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. I believe I receive it. I desire that contract. I believe I receive it right now. I desire the salvation of my son, the salvation of this, call their names. Father, I thank you because I've asked as I desire and I've asked in the name of Jesus and I believe I receive it right now. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Now I'm going to pray for you, but this is the counsel. That one thing you have asked God for. From now on, from this amen till the hallelujah of the victory, start thanking God over it. You are not going to say, oh, Father, I desire. No, don't ask for it again. You are going to start thanksgiving like you've received it because you believe you've received it. If you ask God for a car, what you, would you be doing as you receive it? Thanksgiving. From now on, start thanking God about that matter. Father, thank you because it's done. Oh, thank you for the contract. Lord, I'm so grateful you gave it to me. Take your mind there and receive it. Let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I want to thank you. Lord, I thank you, God Almighty. Lord, you put in my heart, Father, that the children of Israel sang when the Red Sea passed. 
I pray for somebody and everyone under the sound of my voice this minute. Whatever needs to give way for you to sing your songs of joy before this month is over, in the name of Jesus, I command it to give way right now. I command that door to open right now. I command that mountain to move right now. I command you to move now in the name of Jesus. You give way now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We believe we receive our songs of joy. Thank you, Lord. It's so in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Let somebody rejoice and shout hallelujah and thanksgiving. God bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wow. The bridge between our amen and our hallelujah is our thanksgiving. At least it's one of the bridges. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I believe God has spoken to me today. And I know he's speaking to several, several, several people on this platform. There will be awesome testimonies, awesome wonders in this fellowship as a result of our thanksgiving this month. There'll be marriages, there'll be children, there'll be financial provision, there'll be healings, There'll be signs, there'll be wonders, even as the Lord has promised in Jesus' mighty name. Pastor Mecca, as always, thank you very, very much for that wonderful uh, and impactful message. Revelations, in fact, because, you know, some of those scriptures you share, it's as if one hasn't read them before. But we thank the Lord who always brings a new light, even every time we share his word. For everyone who has joined this afternoon. Thank you very, very much. Remember, this is a series. Last week, we touched on Thanksgiving as a path to peace. Today, we have touched on Thanksgiving as a path to faith. Next week, well, God has another another um, um, big meal for us, so don't miss it in the mighty name of Jesus. And as we said, don't be selfish. Please invite someone. Falabi, always on point as usual. Thank God for leading us into the presence of the Lord. And Sister Ayo, oh brother, I don't know who prayed because I joined a little bit late. But thank you very much. Everyone, thank you. Pope, Silas, Pastor Femi, everyone, Ife, who is working to make this happen week after week, God will go out of his way for you as well. In Jesus' name. Until next week, please stay thanking God. Keep thanking God for all he has done and all that you expect him to do. And he will bring it to pass. In the mighty name of Jesus, we have prayed. Amen. That could not hold you down.
have that confidence that when we call your name, mountains move. When we call your name, demons tremble. When we call your name, mountains move. We're gonna declare this war together. Come on. Yeah. Here we go. Sing. When we call your name, mountains move. When we call your name, demons tremble. When we call your name, mountains move. Jesus, come on, declare where you are.
Thank you everyone for joining this afternoon. Please do join us again next time, next week, and um, kindly invite friends and family to be a part of it. So we look forward to seeing you again next week. God bless you, everyone.